Hi, my name is Paige Lester. I am a current Division One cross-country and track runner at Princeton University, a former competitive triathlete, hopefully future too, not at the moment though, former competitive swimmer. I love running because it makes me feel really strong and powerful and like I can do anything. In my running, I've faced a lot of injuries. It has really challenged my relationship with the sport, but um, every time I get back to running, I realize that this is what I'm supposed to do and this is what I love doing. Welcome to the Triple Knot Pod. Thank you for tuning in with me today. My name is Haley, and I started this podcast to give more of a voice to collegiate runners. A lot of the running world has been talking about the challenges that female athletes face in high school and college specifically, and I just really believe that we need to call in those voices of the people who are currently living these experiences and in the moments of figuring it all out. So without further ado... With me today is the fabulous Paige Lester. How are you doing, Paige? I'm good, Haley. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel like we haven't seen each other since we started college, so <laughs> I'm really excited to do some of that catching up now. So, so I did some memory digging, and we first met the summer of 2014 at a triathlon camp. So I was 16, and you were 14, which is wild to think about. And that was the first year that both of us were competing in USA Triathlon's Junior Elite Program. So for those who do not know, this is intended as a developmental program for Olympic and International Triathlon Union style races. So the biking part was draft legal, Peloton style, terrifying, but also exhilarating. And I feel like we bonded at camp over not knowing how to bike, (laughs) or at least bike in that way. (laughs) And then that summer, you won the Youth National Championships, ages 13 to 15. And then during high school, you quickly became one of the best runners and triathletes in the country. You were two-time footlocker finalist, Gatorade Runner of the Year for Washington, D.C. You got to represent Team USA for triathlon at some of the highest levels of competition, including the Junior World Championships. And it was so, like, quite remarkable to watch or hear from from afar. And now you're a sophomore at Princeton. So take it away for us, Paige. How did you first get into running and triathlon? So from a really young age, like, both my parents are really into running. My mom does triathlons. Like, from when I was, like, eight, I just, like, really enjoyed running and would just do running races and was pretty fast naturally so I kind of liked it and I also played lacrosse so that was like my big thing sort of when I was younger so I sort of I ran like when I was eight nine ten and then sort of stopped running to um, play lacrosse and swim because I liked that more but then I think summer before eighth grade I went with my mom to like uh age group nationals in wisconsin Mm -hmm. and i remember watching and i was with also with taylor nib who who famous in the triathlon world uh she was my friend and training partner in swimming and i just remember watching them and i was like oh my gosh i have to do this so like 
I signed up for a triathlon the next weekend after literally having having not ridden on a bike really ever. <laughs> and then I did that one that that summer, and then like the next summer was 2014. Started doing draft legal stuff. Yeah, I guess that was that's sort of my my start. Awesome. And when did you start training for cross country and track? So in seventh grade, I ran one season of cross country just like for fun because we had to do a sport every season. I was like, I'm pretty good at running. I'll do it. But wasn't really training for it much. Um, And then after that year, didn't start again until the summer before my freshman year of high school, Mm -hmm. which was 2014 when I was getting into triathlon. And what was a typical day or week of training like for you when you were in high school? Um, it really, really varied because, um, like my sophomore year of high school, I tore my labor in my shoulder, Ooh. so I had to stop swimming. So that's kind of why I stopped doing triathlon, uh-huh. um, cause I couldn't really swim anymore. Before that, I was definitely really swim heavy, swam like probably six days a week for like two hours each day and then would run not much maybe like 20 miles but I just was so strong from all the swimming but then after I tore my labrum I like really had to stop swimming completely which was like a really tough experience just going from like being able to swim every day and then like can't swim at all so that was hard and I couldn't just like immediately switch to doing that amount of run you know I couldn't immediately switch to doing a ton of running I've been super low running mileage just because I swam so much so I didn't need to run that much um and that was hard for me because I was just not used to I was used to just every day having something some sort of physical activity to do for a long time and it was a weird transition but I guess after that I increased my running a bit started biking more like I did some like ellipticaling and awkward jogging Ugh. but um <laughs> so I guess there wasn't really like a typical it wasn't really a typical week but like, I mean, I never really increased my running that much. Probably, like, got up to, like, 30 miles a week mm. by the end of high school. After I tore my labrum, I would try to swim sometimes, but it was just never that successful. I would mm. be in a lot of pain. Yeah, so, like, after trying my labrum, it was kind of kind of rough. Um, it was not really consistent with things. I didn't realize that you had that injury. Did you need to get surgery for it? Uh, so, no, I didn't need surgery. So, it happened... <sighs> I think I, so it was overuse. It wasn't like a one-time thing tour. It was definitely Mm. overuse. I have in the past and currently have a very bad swim stroke. So like Mm. it was kind of the sort of thing that probably was going to happen at some point. Um, But it was just overuse. And they couldn't figure out what it was until my senior year of high school. Because I kept getting MRIs, but it didn't show up because they weren't doing like the correct MRI. Because it was Mm. like a pretty small tear. And they needed to do like an MRI with contrast that would show the tear. So for a while, I didn't know what was going on. I would just, like, thought they had tendonitis, like, mild tendonitis. And I was like, I'm in so much pain. I can't have that low of, like, a pain tolerance, you know. Um, so once I figured out what it was, I got um, PRP, which is, like, a shot where they take your blood out. They take your blood, and then they, like, separate the platelets. Oh, wow. And then inject the platelets back into, the, like, the injured area because the platelets are – and I'm pretty sure it's platelets. I could be saying it wrong – they take something out of your blood and inject it back in and that's promotes the healing of it. Oh, interesting. So I think like my tear wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad that I needed surgery. Like we tried this sort of thing in the hopes that it would heal my shoulder and it did. It, it wasn't like an immediate relief, but over time it did get better. Wow. Yeah. And I can imagine that must've been really hard because you were a wicked good swimmer and you were on nation's capital, right? With, 
that's the team Katie Ledecky yeah. was on too. So yes. I'm definitely not not in the same realm, not even close to ever being in the same realm as her. But yes, was on Nation's Capital. Really, really loved swimming. So I think that was the hardest thing. Just like this thing that I loved so much became this source of so much stress mm-hmm. and uncertainty. Like I had never really been hurt with things before. If I had, it was like. Oh, you're out for a week and then you're fine Mm. and that was like I have this chronic thing that you know even when I would get back to something and maybe my shoulder wouldn't hurt that much in my head I'd be like is it hurting right it must be hurting like I just also just going a long time of not knowing what was wrong with it Mm. was really hard because I was sort of like is it in my head like I'm making it up right how so in terms of running how else was your health physically um when you were in high school and and also, how was your mental health when you were in high school? So, I would say right after I had to stop swimming, which was like fall of my sophomore year of high school, so 2016. Oh, wait, no. 2015, I think. Yeah, 2015. Uh, fall of 2015. I, for a while, just didn't really do anything. was kind of like, eh, okay, mm-hmm. not swimming, but I'm just going to chill. But then, like, over that winter... I think I sort of realized, like, oh, my gosh, I need to do something. Like, if I'm not going to do the swimming, I need to, like, get really good at running or something. So I think I started to run, like, not excessively, but just compared to what I've done before, I too much. Mm-hmm. Um, with, that, with just doing what I wanted. I wasn't really following any guidance, just mm-hmm. going on, like, longer runs. I think I was trying to fill, like, the void that swimming had left. You know, I didn't have swimming anymore. I needed to do something. And so I, like, ran well that year. Still did triathlon that summer, but my shoulder was not in a good place at all. Mm. But the spring of my sophomore year, my mental health definitely started declining. Mm. I think I just, it was a mix of different things, just like confusion about my shoulder, like unhappiness about like for the first time not being able to do something that I wanted and like realizing that I was not invincible. Um, That was definitely tough. And, And, um, I would say ever since, like, ever since my shoulder started hurting throughout the rest of high school, I definitely had some mental health issues that didn't, I, I didn't really address, mm-hmm. weren't really addressed. Like, I knew I was unhappy, but kind of just, like, brushed it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. But then I guess in terms of my physical health, um, I had a bunch of different things. Like, summer before my junior year, I hurt my foot and was out for like two months. And then spring of my junior year, I hurt my hip and was out for two months. Those are both like non, not bone injuries, but couldn't run on it. Uh, Wasn't really sure what was going on. And then like fall of my senior year, I was out for a month with a hip thing. Didn't know, didn't really know what it was. But then the real, the real trouble started, um, December of my senior year mm. which is, is I was at the Foot Locker ran and well and then couldn't walk after the race oh wow um I had started feeling pain like two weeks before my back and then like after the race figured out I had a sacral stress fracture oh which was pretty tough <laughs> um and that injury took like seven months to heal because I just did not rest at all I was like in denial about it so I just like cross trained for like two three three hours a day 
obsessively and like it didn't like I mean I wasn't like cross training hurt it wasn't like physically hurting to cross train but just to do that amount of stuff when your body really needs to heal was just not not helpful and then I would try to run and it would just hurt so then Mm. I would set myself back by doing that Mm. um I think you know I had didn't have a ton of like medical guidance Mm. There weren't really, like, female athlete doctors. Sort of just like, oh, this was, like, a fluke injury. So that was definitely tough. But, like, when I did run, I ran well. Like, I mean, I made it to Foot Locker twice, which was fun. Um, But didn't run track junior or senior year of high school. Yeah, just a lot of no, a lot of no not running, which is mentally, like, physically was tough, but I always knew I'd, like, get back into it. But, like, I think mentally, so tough, just, like, you know, the cross training became like just a chore. I felt like I had to do it. Um, just like being around everyone who was running and just, it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was tough. Definitely super tough. So then, especially your senior year when you're get, like looking ahead towards college, I can't imagine how hard that would be with such a serious injury. So it sounds like at one point, you maybe could have swam in college, maybe could have done triathlon in college. It's a an emerging sport in the NCAA for women. And I know some of your closest triathlon friends and competitors are competing at Cornell, and then there's others that are in women's triathlon programs. So how did you consider all those options and then end up running at Princeton? So... Oh, I think before I hurt my shoulder, I definitely was more interested in swimming. Mm. Um, I mean, I knew that I was definitely better at running, but I just liked swimming. I loved, like, being able to go hard every day. I thought that was so fun. Um, But then after I hurt my shoulder, I was kind of, like, for a while, like, maybe for, like, a half a year, year, I still thought, oh, maybe I could swim. But then I was like, this isn't going to happen. And then I guess that sort of, that kind of put the triathlon thing out of the out of the question um and I also just uh triathlon is still like kind of emerging now I don't really know exactly what it is considered now but like you know what how many years ago is that when I was supplying like three years ago yeah three two three years ago is even more mm-hmm. like not established right so I don't know and I also just thought like at the U.S. level when I was good at triathlon I was like one of the best and one of the better athletes in the country and I just thought like I wouldn't have as much competition if I were to do triathlon and then just also just academic wise um the schools that I was considering didn't offer triathlon Mm -hmm. so it wasn't really that hard of a choice for me and I mean I do really love running um so I think probably uh fall of my junior year is when I started like reaching out to coaches at that point I hadn't really like done that much I guess like in terms of running but I had the triathlon like accomplishments to speak about and like just the fact that I didn't run that much but still ran pretty well um was like a a plus so then like throughout my junior year I visited probably like 15 schools I don't exact I don't know exactly how many um and then sort of just as I went along with you know email or call coach and then visit the school and then you know if I liked it I would keep it on the list if I didn't like it I would take it off the list and then like by the summer before my senior year I had like narrowed my list down to three schools took three official visits and I liked all the schools that I visited but 
ultimately I like Princeton a bit more than the other schools and yeah, decided to come to Princeton in the fall of 2017. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I ever told you this or if you remember, but I was working at the Dartmouth cross country camp one summer. My, I had attended it in high school and then my coach is one of the co-directors of it. And I was at lunch with a bunch of the other staff members and one of them was the head coach at Dartmouth and he looked at his watch and was like, oh, I have to go. I have a recruiting call right now. And he grabbed his phone and, and kind of like muttered under his breath, Paige, like Paige, Paige Lester. And I looked at him. I was like, wait, Paige Lester? Like, is that who you're about to call? And, and he's like, yeah, it is. And I was like, I know her. I know her from triathlons. And <laughs> so I don't remember, like, maybe you told me, I don't know. That's so funny. I feel like you might've told me, but I can't remember. That's funny that you brought that up. <laughs> So how have your first couple years been at Princeton? How's running been going? Um, it's been a mixed bag. <laughs> um, I love school. It's really great. Um, still don't know what I'm going to major in. have to decide that in like two months. Um, but no, it's been really fun. Um, definitely has like opened up my worldview, I guess. I don't know. I went to like a really small high school, like 75 girls oh, in wow. each grade who I'd been with since like fourth grade and some I'd been with since like kindergarten. So it was a lot of the same, I mean, a good school, great education, but it was like time for me, time for a change. Um, so it's definitely been like a, it's been a different experience. Um, running, I so came in my fall planning on not running because I hadn't run because of my sacrum from like December to like to August or something. Or July, so didn't really run at all. I was planning not to race. Then ended up running cross country. Just I was running better than we expected. Um, ran decently well. We made it to nationals as a team, which was cool. I didn't personally have, have like the best season, but it was like fun to do like a new distance to do six k, and just have fun to be on a team with other people like the same caliber. And then December of my freshman year so December of 2018 um my like thigh started really hurting mm-hmm. and so I, got, I found out that I had a stress fracture in my, my femoral neck oh my gosh um, um which was really bad I had to be on a scooter like Ooh. not like a fun scooter but like a <laughs> I don't know what the correct term is but a, like handicap scooter and crutches that was really hard and just like I mean, better that it happened, I guess, in January than, like, September, because I had, like, people I could lean on more. I was already established, like, friends and stuff, so it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't totally an isolating experience, but it was pretty tough. Um, It's also really cold out, so I was just kind of sad. (laughs) That Yeah, that was really tough. So, yeah, I was out for three months, maybe, four. Um, Started running on the Alter-G again had to be super careful with everything that I was doing. Um, so built up really slowly. Um, then in July, I hurt my hip. Mm. It was not like a bone injury, but I didn't run for two months. Mm. Came back to school, was planning on not racing again, <laughs> but was running really well again. So I raced. Um, this was this past fall, 2019. And I 
somehow did a lot better. I don't know because I really have no running base whatsoever. I got like all conference, all region, um, missed qualifying for nationals individually by one spot. Oh, wow. Um, which was like, like by like 30 seconds, maybe it was kind of tough, but yeah, overall it was a good season. And then December comes around and my thigh started hurting again and I had a stress reaction in my other. So not as bad as last year. It was pretty mild, but still, no, December is just not a good month month for me. Mm -hmm. hasn't been for the past couple of years. Uh, So yeah, running has definitely been extremely um, up and down have had some really good moments but on the whole it's been super tough because just I'll run for three months but then I'm out for three months so like I'll run for three months and I'm out for six months so it's just like it's a lot of not running it's been tough mentally I think not I think it's been extremely tough mentally Have you been able to figure out what the root cause of all these bone related injuries are? Um, yeah, so the main thing is just not getting a normal period, Mm. um, since my, like, my sophomore year of high school, I, ever since, like, I hurt my shoulder is when those, that issue started and have not really resolved it since then. Mm. And then, like, subsequently, just my bone density is not great. Mm. So, yeah, that's a puzzle that currently working harder to figure out. I think in high school, just didn't have a lot of guidance. Like, didn't really realize that it was an issue until I started getting the injuries. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't really like a, a, a fluke. So, yeah, it's been hard. I think mentally more than anything, like, you know, feeling like you're doing all the right things. But then this stuff happens and it's like maybe something that's a little off or maybe not there's something that's off um that's been tough how have you been taking care of yourself and staying motivated yeah that's something i really have struggled with i think uh what i was you know cross training felt like it became a chore um i would just be like when you get back to running you're going to be happy that you stayed relatively fit but then you know with sort of this injury cycle it's been like you're going to get back to running but then you're going to get hurt again Mm -hmm. so it's sort of just I don't know it's been it's tough and I think also just having a team here and like seeing a lot of people just run constantly don't get hurt I you know I'm a pretty competitive person and sometimes I guess in not necessarily the right ways like you know can pretty jealous easy but I think it, it you know something that I really struggled with is um just being around people and, like you think you're doing the same or it's like you're doing the same things as they are but you're the one getting really hurt it's something that I'm still sort of trying to figure out how to deal with because I think you know you know every, I mean every everyone's body is different everyone's different but it's like tough for me when I feel like I'm doing what everyone else is doing but getting drastically different results I'm like am I really that different mm. um so that's been tough I've 
a tough like a million times i'm sorry i need to find a better word <laughs> no it's... um i don't know I, I think yeah i think just i i struggle a lot now with comparing myself to more than anything comparing myself to like my former self mm. like for me it's like i have this before i hurt my shoulder and then after I hurt my shoulder, mm. and before I hurt my shoulder, in my head, I was this, like, invincible, like, absolute, like, animal. Okay, that sounds bad, but, like, just a beast. Like, could do anything, just, like, fearless, determined, and, like, so tough. And then after, it's been, like, lacks self, lacks confidence, mm. like, not mentally tough, um, fragile. It's just, like, mm. tough. I don't know. It's, yeah, I... It's, it's hard. Do you have any little ways that you try to encourage yourself or get out of that thought process? Um, I guess I try to remind myself to like focus on the present because mm. I, I do get caught up in thinking about the thing that I did in the past that I shouldn't have done or oh, how am I going to feel tomorrow? Or just, you know, if I'm not motivated to swim or something, I just remind that you know a couple of years ago I couldn't swim even if I wanted to because my shoulder or that I'll feel better once I get started mm-hmm. um I guess it's just little things but I'd say on the whole I definitely need to work on that because I'm very negative mm-hmm. and yeah just very very negative and I can imagine too that having to cross train so much and then also having like the previous experience with your sport literally was cross training for running and you have all those comparisons to make as well. That must be really hard. Yeah. Um, in general for anyone struggling like with anything, um, but especially related to like, you know, uh, mental health or injury stuff. Like don't be afraid to ask for help. I think especially with mental health stuff, I didn't really ask for help until like this year um just because it was sort of my whole thing of yeah, i need to be need to appear so tough mm-hmm. and like invincible um if you're struggling like you don't need to be there's ways to get better and it's not going to be like a quick fix but you know i don't know it's important to seek out help if you think you need help you probably you need help mm-hmm. so just remember that who did you go to for help first and how did you get the courage to do so? I guess like in high school and yeah, in high school help was sort of like thrust upon me. Mm. Like I remember my mom saying like, you have to go see someone. I had, I was supposed to do a triathlon on like, I think it was my first race back after I hurt my shoulder. So I was still really hurt and I had like a complete meltdown mm. and was just so distraught mm-hmm. and that, was the first time my mom was like you need help um but that was I didn't want it didn't think I needed it so I did receive like some counseling but I don't it didn't really help because I wasn't open to it Mm -hmm. and then throughout the rest of high school was like sort of told to see people and would see them but I wasn't really invested Mm -hmm. in it but then like this past winter you know getting like my third big injury that really just hit home and just the accompanying like mental issues that came along with that for me I was just sort of like I don't want to feel like this anymore I need like some assistance 
I don't really know exactly what I did, but um, I went to see the counseling system at school and then have started seeing someone off campus. Yeah. What do you value now about yourself and about the sport through all of this struggle with injury? Um, I mean, I guess the fact that like I won't give up. Um, many times I've thought that I should give up mm. just because I've been hurt so many times, and every time I go through it, it's like another like avalanche coming down on me. That's kind of how it feels. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I've really struggled to see the positives in it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really think I have a great answer to the question. Um, okay. Do you... I don't want this to turn into, like, a cynical. <laughs> I don't want to seem so cynical. I just, it's been an experience that I would not wish on anyone else. Mm. It sounds like you're being really honest about your experience, and I think that speaks for a lot. And it's really hard too to talk about things like this when you're currently in it. You know, maybe in a couple years from now, we'd talk again and you'd have a whole different outlook, but it's really hard to talk about when you're in it. So I appreciate what you do have to say. Um, What do you wish you were told or knew in high school? Just in general? Specific to training. I mean, definitely like if you don't get your period, like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Just for the, for a while, like I said, I didn't have that um, feedback. Mm-hmm. It was sort of just like, oh, you're a female, This you're an athlete, you know? Right. Like, it's normal, and, like, you're not um, underweight. Um, it's fine. And I've recently learned that, like, body weight is not indicative. Like, I, one of the reasons, that I get my period just because I have a ton of muscle Mm -hmm. so my body fat is just not high enough Mm -hmm. so it's not just like weight it's not just your weight it's a bunch of other things in terms of training um uh probably just to not take all like when I was when I ran in high school I would try probably take every run it's like kind of intense and that's just not necessary and will like lead to injury especially if you're already predisposed to get hurt um and I guess with like I've seen so many doctors over the years Mm -hmm. like you name it I've seen them Mm -hmm. probably 10 of each type like just being open with doctors about like what you're feeling Mm -hmm. like how bad you're feeling like a lot of times when I would see doctors on my shoulder I would just be like it kind of hurts but then like I've had a lot of conversations with my mom where she'd be like Paige like you need to advocate for it because like you can't do normal things you need to like tell them how painful it is not just like it kind of hurts like and if you're not getting the answers that you want with the doctors like keep searching for answers Mm -hmm. because like the answer's gonna be out there somewhere Mm -hmm. and it might take a while to find but like it's worth it to find it Mm -hmm. so I remember that Diestat did an article on you in high school that was pretty much like, who's this person that barely runs but is such a good runner? <sighs> and I'm wondering how you would respond to that article now if you remember it. <laughs> I actually do. I feel like I was looking at it the other day. Just like, what are my thoughts about it? Yeah, like it, because it, 
well, I re- I recently read it before this, and it seems like you you had a lot of ideas on like what your training was like, and that switching up the sports kept you fresh from running, and like you wouldn't burn out. And it seemed like almost it's like it ca- it encapsulates a moment in time. And I'm curious, like now with what you've experienced, how you think of what you used to think of your training. Sorry, that was like a long-winded so that, <laughs> explanation. I think that article was like probably fall of 2017, maybe. Like my senior year of high school. I think so, yeah. I, I think so. Um, so at that point, I wasn't swimming. Was probably, all the variation was probably like, I would go to swim practice and kick. Mm. Or I'd elliptical and bike. And I think, I mean... I was never fond of that. I think I was probably trying to put a positive spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was probably me talking about what I liked about triathlon in general, mm-hmm. not what I was do- doing currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the idea of doing triathlon. is still like really cool to me. Just like can't really do it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of your goals moving forward? In terms of running just to stay healthy which is so much easier said than done I think over the past four years I have never run for more than three months without being hurt for like at least a month mm-hmm. after and like a lot of hundreds like three months of running six months no running so just like establishing some sort of running base um in terms of like overall health definitely like getting my period back regularly which um is a very much still a work in progress I mean if I can run consistently like you know I have no idea what I would be able to I have no idea what I'd be able to run like who knows I could say the same or I could be so much better but um I mean making it to the national to national meeting this country um would be great um, I haven't run track since my sophomore year of high school, wow. so running a track race would be a success. Um, I don't know. These goals don't seem very, like, high up, but I think, you know, when I'm running, I know that I can, like, do some cool things, but it's like if I can't run, I all those dreams are kind of just dreams. They're not really goals. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You know, you need to just start from a place of where you can be consistent and be healthy and then focus on getting better and better from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I meant to ask you earlier when you have had these serious injuries and then when you do start running again, what is the progression of your running like? So I'm actually like kind of in the progression of it right now. Like I was out for six weeks with my, it was like a very minor stress reaction. So I was out for six weeks, which kind of while for like something very minor. But, mm-hmm. um, so I started running probably two weeks ago, I think, uh, um, uh, uh, for the past two weeks, I've like alternated, I'll go on the alter G one day and then off the next and then alter G one day off the next. Um, started at like 10 minutes at like 70% body weight, then did like 15 at 70, then like 15 at 75, and like 20 at 80. I, I've gotten up to 20 at 80. 
and um, ran have run on land once, and that was like two minute run, three minute walk, five times. So it's very slow for for this one. I mean, for um, for one last year, it was I started at like five or ten minutes at sixty percent on the Alter G. And that one was so slow. And I was on the Alter G for like over a month before even starting run walking. Wow. And the Alter G is an anti-gravity treadmill that kind of, sus- it yeah. you, you zip it up around your waist and it suspends you so you can, mm-hmm. you can um, control how much body weight you're running at for anyone that yeah. listens that does not know. Who inspires you? Ooh. Um, probably my mom. So she is a triathlete. She has qualified for Kona before. I think last year was like third in her age group in the country, which is insane. Wow. And she just like goes hard, um, which is cool to see. And she also like has a full-time job, three kids, and somehow seems to do it all. I don't know how. And yeah, so she's definitely inspiring. Uh, just generally like, seeing accomplishments of like female distance runners um like professional runners today has has been pretty cool um not no one really in particular but just like I feel like the general trend of women's distance running is super inspiring yeah great uh before we wrap up I wanted to ask if you could rerun any race workout or regular run that you've done in your life without changing anything about it what would it be and why so it's gonna be the exact same race like the the outcome's gonna be the same yeah yeah you can't change anything about it (laughs) honestly probably uh, winning nationals like the first year i did triathlon Mm. was so cool because like the so that was like my my third triathlon third triathlon that year like third draft legal style (laughs) race and like the first two races i remember I'd gotten a really bad side stitch mm-hmm. on the run. Like, this is like a 10-minute, this is what, like a one-and-a-half-mile run or something? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, the youth so race short. is so short. But I just started out so fast, and then we get a side stitch, and, like, the second race, I had to, like, walk. Oh, my gosh. It was gosh. so painful. And so I was really, really worried about that, but I got the side stitch again, but, but didn't succumb to the pain. I kept pushing. And that was pretty cool. And then just, like, winning was awesome. That was, like, the only triathlon I've ever won. Yeah, I don't know. It was just super fun. Unexpected. I feel like a lot of times with racing, I um, am disappointed in how I do. Mm-hmm. And there are very few races where I, I could say that I, like, surprised myself. But that was one where I surprised myself. I think I surprised a lot of other people, which is also cool. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. And then if I were to say if I could do running... Probably our conference champion this year. It was at a course that I was the Foot Locker Nationals qualifier course, Van Cortland Park oh, yeah. in New York yeah. City. Super, super tough course, but I love it. Like, great course. And I just remember this year, like the last like 400 meters, I was just flying. And usually, or I didn't look like I was flying. I felt like I was flying. Usually I... By the end of a race, I'm just hanging on, trying not to get past, just hanging on for dear life. And this time, I was just like, I I found another gear for like one of the first times ever, which I thought was really cool. Mm, nice. Um, so that's what I would redo really for running. 
Awesome. Yeah, I've raced at Van Cortland before, and I remember, like, the first mile is so flat and fast, and then suddenly it just is hilly and so tough and i was not expecting that at all <laughs> and we had to do a 6k you do a, even more flat so it's like oh this is so nice for even longer and then you go up into the hills and then the guy is 8k and they have like even more hills oh my gosh right wow yeah um, so my final question for you is if you could send one piece of advice to a younger version of yourself and then leave a message to your future self, what would those be? Oh. To my younger self, probably just, like, enjoy the experiences you're having. I think I was often just looking ahead to the next thing. Like, nothing was ever good enough for me. Even if I did do really well, it was like, like that's not good enough. Um, and just, yeah, just enjoy the experiences you have. And then to the, my future self, Ooh. Um, future are we talking? Whatever you want it to be. It can be like literally next year or it can be 40 years from now. Uh, um, just take care of yourself. I don't know what, it, what I mean. That, that means different things at different points in your life, but just take care of yourself because if you take care of yourself, you'll be healthier and that makes you happier. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much, yeah. Paige, because it sounds like you have been through so many ups and more, probably more downs than you have ups the past few years. And I really appreciate you being willing to speak about those. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I hope I don't sound like the most negative person in the world. I am so grateful for all the positive experiences I've had with like sport in general and like having all the night. All the less positive experiences have really helped me appreciate the good times even more. And maybe in a year or two from now, if I'm still doing podcasts, we can we can have uh, another update. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So thank you everyone for joining me for another truly meaningful episode. I'm so grateful to have some fabulous memories with Paige and I wish her all the best on her continued journey to wellness. This conversation was yet another reminder that we need more doctors and coaches who are well-versed in female athlete health, which also involves more specialized research. As young female athletes, we don't always know where to turn to for adequate answers, so we need to demand the most out of our care individually as a team, as a collective, and as a system. Never settle when it comes to taking care of your health, folks. Never settle. So thank you again for tuning in. To help me get the best sense of what people enjoy listening to and want to hear, I always would love any feedback, whether that is through Instagram or through email at the triple knot pod at gmail.com or in the reviews for this podcast. I hope you'll all lace up again with the Triple Knot Pod soon. Bye for now. <laughs>